from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm here with my BFF forever, maybe. Keon, how's it going? Forever. That's a long time. But yeah, I only do forever. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're committed to that now. I'm good. How are you, Car? Pretty good. Been a busy day. Yeah, you got a lot of podcasts today. This will be uh, your second of four. Yeah, so do we did a TFTC one today with Fenement, and then we did uh, doing this one. Then we do another TFTC one later, and then we have PBS. But I think Logan's going to take that on. So cool. Four podcasts in one day. What's the record? I don't know. There's pro- there probably it. is like a world record, but I Guinness. mean, but I, I guess you would have to say like how long is a podcast? How long does oh, a podcast have to be to be considered a podcast? Oh, I think as soon as you hit record. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how was your week? My week is pretty good. I found out the Airbnb next to me is actually illegal. And Shut up, dude. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's actually how, illegal. How is that possible? Uh, there are... Uh, the city of Austin stopped issuing licenses for Airbnbs in like 2016 or something. So they're currently in Austin. There's like data that was released currently in Austin. There are 17,000 Airbnbs or short-term rentals as they're called in Austin. There are only 2000 licenses in Austin for Airbnbs. Well, I know there's like a noise. There's like in our zip code, there's a noise ordinance um, where I'm at, but there's a noise ordinance. I don't think there's a, is there a noise ordinance on the east side now? Yeah, there's always oh, wow. been one. There, I mean, the most cities now, have I used them. to party, dude. We used to party crazy. There is never, we used to throw shows, like house shows. There, yeah. I don't think there was a noise ordinance until here recently. Oh, okay. Well, the whole city of Austin has no noise ordinances, but I mean, beyond, so it doesn't even matter if there's a noise ordinance anymore and, and how much they break that law. They just exist and they break that law. So, so I'm you, pretty like chipper. So uh, do you think that, um, do you think that Airbnb is aware of this and they're, they're breaking ordinances like all over the, or they're these- probably breaking. They're probably, they're probably, they're probably, they, they probably well aware that they have hosts on their platform that are breaking uh, local city codes everywhere. They, but they probably don't, they probably have some kind of policy where it's like not their problem. And I feel like you just uncovered some, uh, some good piece of journalism. Somebody investigate. I think I heard, I've heard rumors in the, uh, on the, in the Twitter anti short-term rental community that there is a, uh, uh, a journalist from the guardian doing a story on Austin's oh, Airbnb. Wow. Problem. But that, more to more to come from that. <laughs> <laughs> this ongoing saga of Airbnb. Yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to let, let the stackers know. I, think, I know I that think yesterday in, in, in BitDevs, uh, somebody threw the bounty out there for super to go create a, a decentralized Airbnb. So, Oh God, uh, please don't. I wanted to say like, no, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, we're going to dive into the top five stories of the week and then uh, wax poetic about Sacker News. Keon, let's get it going. All right. So top, top story of the week is uh, Alex Gladstein's AMA. Really happy he came. He's the CSO of the Human Rights Foundation, the S standing for strategy. Um, but but a pretty good AMA. He didn't, he didn't answer all the questions cause he only stopped by for like, I think he only had a, a half an hour uh, to really stop by, but uh, really cool that he did. did his, he answer, his, I didn't go back and check if he answered mine. So he didn't answer his Fiat Joffs. He answered yours or no, someone else answered yours. Uh, 
but you were asked, you wanted someone to follow him around and kind of see all the work that he's doing. I think from a historical perspective, it needs to be documented. Um, I think he's doing important work and it'd be a tragedy if it's not televised. I think that was, I read your, I read your comment when you posted it. I think that's a great uh, idea. I think, I think there is, there is some, there's like a little bit, I th- it's really easy to miss all the stuff that he's doing and you kind of get it in the long essays that he does, but it, but it, you know, it's a long essay versus a, a documentary, especially, yeah, especially as it relates to Bitcoin for Bitcoiners would be good. But in general, like the work that the HRF does would be, would be awesome. I think it'd bring a lot of like visibility to for sure. the problems they're solving. It would, it would solving. show Bitcoin in a great light too. It's pretty good. Um, oh, he answered, he answered Jimmy's song. He didn't answer Jimmy's song. Someone else answered Jimmy's songs, but Jimmy, Jimmy song wanted to know uh, whether, like, how do we get the political left to embrace Bitcoin, given that uh, Alex is probably more tightly associated with them than than other Bitcoiners who are. Is, who is Level 99 Slacker? He seems to be answering all Level the questions. Level 99 Slacker is a really interesting Slacker News user. He, professionally, he does like drug trials. Like where he <laughs> is, he's like a, he's like a, he's like a person. If there's like a new antidepressant out there, he will get paid to take the antidepressant and like report any side effects and stuff. Wow. It's pretty cool. We had like a little, like he had like kind of a joke AMA in the daily discussion and was like, I do drug t- trials for a living AMA and uh, it was pretty, it was pretty cool, but he makes like 50 grand a year just taking. It like, sounds like the stack. It sounds, I saw you, I don't know if you tweeted it out or where you had posted, but like you're asking like, who should we do AMAs on? Maybe we should do some of these like on stackers. Like that would be cool to see like what their story is. And I don't know. Ooh, just stacker, uh, like a stacker spotlight. Yeah, yeah, like a stacker spotlight uh, and get like some stackers to go in there and like answer some questions. That'd, That'd be, be cool. cool. But uh, yeah, but pretty, it's a pretty good, uh, re- he responded. Yeah, look at that. It's like, I need to go back and read it this weekend. I'll, I'll read it before you, or when you do the newsletter. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it lists out like things that are favorable to like people on the left, like the censorship resistant money permissionless is good, et cetera. And they really feel like the main, like we need to communicate that better. And then also the energy stuff, like the energy FUD mm-hmm. uh, is the main kind of points, but here we'll get into some actual Gladstein answers. Um, uh, now to ask about fediments and stuff and, and uh, glad that, and about decentralized inheritance. So like inheritance is like, I feel like one of the bigger unsolved problems with Bitcoin and Gladstein agrees, uh, really, really wants it uh, to happen. Also some kind of stabilized Bitcoin thing is a, is a bounty, an open bounty for HRF right now. Um, uh, now it also asks about North Korea and oh, wow. like, he was, like taking, he was taking answer. He answered that too. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he said, he said basically the best thing we can do with North Korea is get more information into North Korea because that's kind of the biggest problem or like the, probably like the highest leverage thing is to just allow North Koreans to have uh, information that they're not allowed access to. So they have this flash drives for freedom project that uh like literally like smuggles in flash drives with information into the country for people to kind of learn about what's what what's actually going on outside of north korea um but overall a great ama uh the he the answers or the questions he did answer were really well answered and you get a lot of insight into like uh like you know these kind of geopolitical 
things and uh, that uh, Gladstein focuses on. Yeah, um, he's a really impressionable person. I, I, I met him, you know, a handful of times already at this point, but um, we did a, uh, a speaking with him at the Bitcoin Commons and that was a, that was a lot of fun doing that because he, he brings a, a different uh, type of crowd, I would say, to like the Bitcoin space. You really see it, especially when you see it live. Uh, he should do more live shows for sure. Yeah, he makes, he makes, it makes, he makes the case for Bitcoin in a very unique way that I feel like most other Bitcoiners aren't making it. Like, I feel like we touch, we, we broadly touch on this permissionless thing, but most of us are speaking from a very Western perspective, which just doesn't hit the same way as like, Hey, I'm in the Sudan and, uh, uh, they have unworkable money and most of them are unbanked uh, and they can't live their lives. Uh, but Bitcoin could help them live their lives. Like that's a way different thing than like my government is inflating my money at 10 percent and which is bad. But it's not it's not nearly as bad as it is in some of these other countries. Yeah. More bridges. Bitcoin needs more bridges. And he's definitely one for sure. Yeah. Um, second top post of the week is this post from HJ. Uh, it's a pretty cool uh, like kind of, uh, transition. It's a nice transition from the Alex Gladstein thing. Cause basically what he's saying is yes. In the Western world, maybe Bitcoin has like not a ton of value and maybe you don't absolutely need it in the Western world. Cause our money is actually functions fairly well. And most of us are banked, et cetera. Um, and they did a really great job of like formatting the whole thing. Uh, and I was really impressed wow, by that. Dude, is this uh, is this markdown? Yeah, this is all markdown. How did he get it in markdown? He just did it. He did a really good. He put it in. He put the images and tables, and then added a table row for can, the. Can we get a, a instructions on how to do this? Effectively? <laughs> That's always been my biggest thing. Is like, how do I make it more? He also yeah. did uh, really, he also even did footnotes in it. Look at that. Yeah, pretty it's good. Gorgeous. I mean, I've, I've, le I've recently enhanced uh, headings and stuff and images in, oh, cool. uh, in Markdown. But are you, how does, how does Markdown work? Does it, does, does it get stored somewhere as far as the... Um... Yeah, I store the Markdown on the back end. Okay. And then uh, I render it into HTML. So I, gotcha. take, I, take, I take the Markdown and convert it into HTML and I can cool. control how it's like formatted in HTML. That's really cool. But anyway, so basically this post is about, uh, yes, in, yes, in the United States, maybe you don't need Bitcoin at the moment, but uh, if you're not in the United States, you do. And you need, it, you need it more, the further, almost like the further away you get it from like uh, the Western world. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a nice contrast. He like starts out like you're in the Western world. Maybe you don't need Bitcoin for such and such reasons, but look at all these countries where, uh, all of these arguments where you say Bitcoin isn't useful. Um, it actually is extremely useful. And it was, it was one of the top posts of the week and, um, pretty good. There's a fair, there's a fair bit of discussion around it, which was good. Um, but yeah, overall great posts and love seeing like more high quality kind of bloggy stuff uh, in here that are like formatted well. So HJ, wow, shout out to HJ for making a, a beautiful um, article on Stacker News. That's what it is. Yeah, another another Czech stacker. He's uh, He gave this, apparently this is a transcript from his lecture he gave uh, in Czechoslovakia oh, cool. or in the Czech language. I love the, I love the resource links. Uh, yeah, yeah. Footnotes. Great stuff. Um, yeah. cool. So that's a second top story. 
third top story, which is like a big story uh, across Bitcoin in general. Yeah, is, what are they saying about? I I I don't really know what the entire Bitcoin Twitter is saying about it. I I kind of know where Stacker News leans on it because uh, I feel like you get two different opinions from those communities sometimes. Um, yeah, it seems like there's like universal bullishness on it. I I haven't I mean, based on Twitter. I haven't heard there's some like some people who are very skeptical of any type of custodianship at all. And that's mostly what I got. That's like most of the, most of the like fud around uh, Fetty meant is that it's custodial at all. And that there is, there is more trust being placed in the custodians. Um, but it's, it's, you can't really argue it's uh, worse than a traditional custodian or an exchange that's custodian your coins. It's very obviously uh, better than that, um, both from like a privacy perspective and a trust perspective. Uh, it's, it's much better. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it, it's particularly interesting to people who maybe want, want their want their their money to do more smart contracty things too because within these it's presumably within these uh these mints you can have like smart contracting languages that that dictate how the funds kind of move around and and when or whatever um and you don't really need because you're already putting trust in the custodians or the the federation of custodians you don't really um need to have like a, a blockchain with it. It can just, you can kind of trust them to run these things. Uh, and it, so it's, it's really interesting. It's like, it's a very nice gray area. And I think gray areas are great for, for getting like wider adoption. Like if you hit the gray areas right now, we kind of had black and white with uh, custodianship. You either self custody or you trust Coinbase. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is somewhere, this is somewhere in between and what I are think the stackers saying at the bottom, yeah, are they, uh, uh, you know, people excited in general, because most of us have heard about Fediment for a long time and we're excited about it, but they're, you know, it's nice to see someone is funded to work on it. It means that there's going to be like, you know, pretty much someone is incentivized to, have, to make meaningful progress on delivering a product. Um, so origin, Rijndale, I don't. Rijndale, Rijndale. <laughs> I bet it's. I bet it's. There's like a Rijndale in there. Uh, but yeah, uh, they ra and they raised four point two million. Which, if you like, try to do like backwards math on it, it's like maybe they had a twenty one million dollar valuation. Oh wait, wait, wait. Say that again slower. Uh, like you do, if you do math. <laughs> wait, on do you it, have insight into how this worked out or what? No, I have no insight at all. Oh, it's just coming from your brain. It's just coming from my brain. So what are you saying then? I'm like, I'm wondering, I'm trying to figure out what the valuation of the company is given how much money they raised. Cause this is, uh, this is 20% of $21 million. It's 10% of $42 how do you know million. How do you know they gave up 20% though? Uh, I don't, but that it's a fairly common amount to give up in a round is like 10 to 20%. So they could have given up, they could have given up 10, they could have given up 20, they could have given up five. Um, 20 yeah, it seems like a lot though. 20 is a lot. So it could be 42. They could have, they could have, uh, they could have had well, a valuation. Why, of why the point two then? Because it's 10% of 42 million is 4.2. Oh, wow. That's good backwards math you did there. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 I mean, it has to, 40 and it's also 4.2 is, uh, 
is two times 2.1, which is 21 million, which Bitcoiners have this. Like, oh, so you think it was like a, it was like a little, they're doing a little bit of that stuff. Tip, tip to the hat of the 21. That makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. Dang. Look at you. Um, I think, I think Fetty is kind of cool. Like, cause it, it's like when I talk to Justin about it, just like our conversations here, and I'm sure you won't mind me saying it, but like it, he, he more like told me and pitched it to me, like is a community bank that's going to do all these things. Yes. There's this other aspect to it, you know, rug pulls and stuff like that. Um, we just did a, we just did a pod this morning with Marty and the Fetty team. It doesn't get released till Monday. So tune into that. Cause like Marty always is very transparent. I thought I with saw things. it on, uh, on Twitter already. Oh, okay. Yeah. We haven't published it yet, Oh, but, um, Maybe yeah, definitely tune into that. But uh, what was I going to say? You... Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. But um... you're talking about Justin and how. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was like pitching it as like a, a community uh, bank thing where you could have it and then it interoperates with Lightning and it uses that to transact right. payments. That's also very cool. And then I think I think at the end of the day, though, like just from my perspective, and this is just Carr's perspective. It's a good R&D project for Bitcoin. At the at the worst case scenario, well, yeah, worst case scenario, yeah, everything is a good R and D project for Bitcoin that gets built on Bitcoin. So it's good to see that a lot of people threw money at this project to let them go and do this R and D for Bitcoin, yeah, even if it's not successful. Yeah, and they raised this money in you know what we presume to be uh, the bottom of a bear market, and so it's very bullish uh, for the company in general. And I think there's I think there's a lot of promise in in it. It, it's definitely a huge step away from uh, like a typical custodian situation. And um, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, cool. They have their website. Here's the team. We have Obi who presented at Bitcoin conference in Miami, Justin Moon, who started Austin BitDevs, which is very popular since like kind of stepped away from that. El Syrian, um, Eric Syrian. I don't know much about him. Um, and there's someone anonymous and I'm, I'm kind of curious who they are. You but don't know who that is? No. Okay. You know who that is? <laughs> oh, wow. Were they on the call with Mark? I can't say anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But pretty cool. And you can get a little insight into what they're, what they're working on by looking at the jobs. They're hiring a mobile engineer, which means they're like building like a mobile wallet for this thing. And then also uh, someone to work on the back end. Oh, Rust. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're building it in Rust. It's all built in I Rust. love the logo though. It is a cool logo. I think they have a different one now. Um, I saw on Twitter. Somewhere. No, I think it's that one. I think it's that, that little, uh, a lot of us in the Bitcoin space have been playing with this kind of like, like um, this, this style of like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, I don't know the word for it. I just know when I see it. Um, but it, it's, uh, so this is, I think if you go to the Bitcoin, so this is another logo that I've seen for this. If I'm you go to the Bitcoin sure. magazine, uh, article the the logos in there but uh yeah it's this style of uh you probably know the technical word for it i only know it by what it looks like where's the logo all the way down all the way down oh i guess you do you have do you remove it it was in there earlier today that's weird uh but you see it on the website if you go to the website uh not that one the other website you were just on yeah so you see that back it's almost like a hologram effect uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like a, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of us have been playing with this kind of like thing. I mean, we used it for Bitcoin plus plus, but like, it's, I feel like the, the trend is, is kind of moving in that direction for Bitcoin as far as design and stuff. Uh, this seems to be wider tech design too, to be using a lot oh, of really? hologrammy stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I haven't really, Makes I don't sense. look at that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Cool. So other top story is John Cantrell had an AMA. I was really excited about this AMA. Um, I learned a lot about uh, John Cantrell's background that yeah, I didn't dude, learn. This was pretty, pretty epic AMA. This was my favorite AMA of the week. Um, he just answered every single question out there. Yeah, it was really good. I threw him a softball. What did you ask him? Oh, I asked him a bunch of stuff, but uh, we'll go over some of the some of the top stuff. But K, so KR asked him about spiral grant process, and it seemed to be like very flexible. He went in trying to work on DLCs and then ended up doing LDK, BDK stuff, and that eventually led to Sensei. Um, he even has the he even has the proposal. He links the proposal for for Vintage here. Um, you know, what does he think the biggest obstacle is? He thinks it's mostly education, which I think is right on. Yeah. Uh, even Kyle came in here and asked a question, <laughs> uh, cause, cause, uh, Cantrell is an advisor to Pleb Lab. Um, but, uh, he, he said the most important that helped him succeed was always trying to align his work with his interests. That, that is something that I didn't realize that I did. Um, that I was glad that I saw that he said that Kyle does that too. Yeah. You do that too. Yeah. Like we, we, I learned to, I learned to do that. Cause for a long time I didn't yeah. do that. It took yeah. me a while to learn that. That's kind of cool that he asked that. Yeah. Um, lots of cool stuff in here. I mean, the whole thing is great. It's like gold. Oh uh, yeah. You asked him this question. This was a question the, I really loved. Yeah. This was the, this was the question I asked him the one, the one that I think got the greatest, greatest response out of him, but he said, yeah, I was, I asked him what his first startup was. Cause he mentioned he had an eight figure exit from a previous startup, which I didn't know about, about John. Like I had interacted with John before and I could see that he was really executing really well on sensei, but I didn't know that he had the startup background. I thought maybe he was at like a, you know, some like Fang company or, or really? very early, maybe, you know, very at a Fang company early involved in Bitcoin transitioned into Bitcoin, became Bitcoin rich or something. I didn't realize he had, uh, he had, he had a startup background. Um, I, I mean, it implied in his ex again, implied his execution of sensei had a startup background, but I didn't know. Um, anyway, but he was, he was in, he was working on a Bitcoin company in 2014 and then, like kind of pivoted away is what he says here. Uh, he said at the highest level, we were helping merchants sell more goods by building better relationships with our customers. Uh, and then John and I had a little back and forth in a private DM. Uh, and he like explained more cause he's kind of, kind of a private person, but uh, really cool story to his, this startup journey and the success and like how he figured, how he ended up figuring, like getting his way to success there is really like demonstrative of his, uh, his, his thinking skills and like him as a, him as a, as an executor in person. And so, um, that much more bullish on sensei and what he's doing there. Uh, really cool. Yeah. This was, dude, there's so much good, like yeah. nuggets, yeah. like in these AMAs, this one, especially there's just so many, he answered almost every single question. I'm pretty sure he did. Ah, man, it's, I love, I love when, uh, you do this a lot. Like I love devs that are very transparent like that. To me, that's like, that's like the number one thing you want to do when you're building. It's like, be very transparent about everything. Um, I love devs that do that. And he's clearly one of them. Yeah. So. It's very, it's very useful to be, 
we can we have like at least this technology to share so we should yeah share. we should share and people want people want to hear this stuff like i don't know how many people like j just simply sharing my deck like so many people have been like thank you so much for sharing your deck i'm using your deck as like a template for me to build my own deck uh really help me understand like what i need to present to an investor is like just stuff like just yesterday at at BitDevs, I had someone be like, hey, oh, cool. thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And that happens in my DMs all the time. I'm too. the same way with everything I do too. And, and it's kind of to you and Super's credit, y'all taught me that early on was like, just like be transparent about what you're working on, like what, who you're helping, like stuff like that. It's just like this openness that I, uh, I really love about you guys. I mean, it's, I mean, being, being human is like, is like you, part of being a human is like get, get, getting entrusted relationships with people. Like you can't, we can't, we can't be Bitcoin. We don't, we don't need, a, we're not operating at a Bitcoin scale as people. We enter trusted relationships with people and the like being transparent is how you, is how you end up trusting someone. Like you, yeah. you they're transparent. You trust that they're always going to tell you things that are going on and they're never hiding anything from you. So it allows right. you to trust them. Um, they're not, they're not lying to you. They're not hiding information. It's, that you trust them. Um, yeah, but, uh, overall fantastic AMA highly recommend uh, going through it and reading it, especially if you're building stuff for sure. If you're building stuff. Yeah. Uh, very cool. And keep an eye out for, for more stuff coming from sensei. Yeah. Um, Cool. This was a uh, another top post. It was a very good post. It stayed on the top of the page. Tamales? Is that his name? Uh, <laughs> Tom. I I oh, always my bad. I pronounce it as Tom Lays. <laughs> oh, Tom Lays. I'm sorry, Tom Lays. I, I read it as Tamales, even yeah. though it doesn't spell Tamales. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's been a long day. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, he said he he's just kind of like kind of a little bit. Uh, disgruntled over the fact that he thinks about Bitcoin so much. And I think we can all kind of relate to this. Like uh, we maybe are like hyper-focused on it. It's become like such, such an important part of our lives that um, it's a little, it's like nearly exhausting. Uh, and he just, he feels, he feels almost like he can't stop thinking about it. What does he like, what problems do he address that he's having? He says, I waste my time listening to Bitcoin pause and watch YouTube videos and procrastinate uh, on Bitcoin social media. He kind of want, instead he wants to like, you know, he wants, he, 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 he views like one of the values of Bitcoin that you have this money and you don't have to worry about it. And it just kind of, it kind of, Sounds like kind of stays in your possession. Bitcoin. Is he already building in Bitcoin? He might be. I don't, I'm not too sure. I don't know much about him, but uh, he's kind of, a, he's an active poster. I haven't, I don't really recall him being tied to any particular project. He might not work in Bitcoin yet, but uh, that might just make this problem worse though. Uh, I, I think that's kind of what I kind of, I can uh, relate to that, you know, before I started working in Bitcoin full time where you think about it all the time, you're at your fiat you get, job. You're not getting paid for it. Well, yeah. you're at your fiat job and you're thinking about it then. And then like there, people know you as the Bitcoin guy in the, in the office and, I don't know if that's his, oh, that, true. but that's me. That's how I was. And then mm -hmm. I just jumped head first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it drives you kind of crazy. The fact that you're, you're hyper interested in this thing and no one around you is interested in it. Maybe you should come build on it. Maybe you should. A lot of people have some great responses. A lot of people like uh, agreeing with them, like uh, some patty co uh, on it. Uh, my point of view is that it's just like, it's just like a product that's being early. Like I think, I think early people who are early in the internet probably obsessed over the internet 
as like an abstraction and how powerful it was. You can, if you go back and you listen to some of the interviews of early internet people, they're like, Oh my God, this is going to change the world. And they're just like, yeah, cyber, like, uh, uh, super excited about it. But, uh, I think, um, well, how does it I, work I for you? Over how time. does it work for you as far as like, how do you, how do you avoid this? I don't really avoid this. I just let it kind of consume me. I <laughs> why not? I, uh, I see no disadvantage. I mean, I, I love it. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, I think, I think for me, like I I've, I've gotten into a routine like that. I, that I break down for my day and then I, f I, I just do it. And then I just, uh, I, I enjoy the process now. I think before in the beginning, it was really tough for me to like, you know, manage all that stuff. But now it's like, enjoy the process, enjoy your day. And then, uh, call it a day at a certain time. Don't get too overwhelmed. It can always wait for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's some good, some good stuff in here. Gigi like mirrors that sentiment very well in here somewhere. He says, uh, nodes can leave and rejoin the network at will. He says true for nodes, true for people. And so you can step away if you need to and, uh, you know, pick up a hobby, go for walks, read a book and, you know, their G yeah. knows that better than anyone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this is my top story of the week. Uh, it's about, of course this. it is. You love scandal. I love scandal. You love scandal. I love scandal and drama. You love scandal. Uh, I do love drama. <laughs> um, but this is, uh, this is the, uh, justice department, uh, I guess charging the, doing the first insider trading thing at Coinbase. Um, Dude, we all knew this was going on. Like when I was in the shitcoin space, like we, everybody knew this was going on like in 2017, 2018. Like, yeah, this is not surprising. Didn't no. Charlie Lee do this too? Like when he worked, worked at Coinbase and he had Litecoin that he introduced Litecoin there and it was all kind of, oh, that's interesting. Litecoin was the first one. And then Ethereum that like they had gotten some Ethereum first. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we, well, it wasn't so clear at that point that these oh, things it was were totally clear back then. I mean, it was clear there was insider trading, but it wasn't clear these things were like actually securities. Well, there wasn't proof. Yet. There wasn't yeah. proof. Yeah, there also it's wasn't People proof. were talking about it. Yeah. But there's actual proof now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, they, they, I mean, it's very easy to see like a lot of the, a lot of the evidence, like, uh, so the, so this particular story, what ended up happening, there was a Coinbase employee who worked on the asset listing team. He was a product, uh, product manager, a project manager there. And he was leaking, uh, the asset list to two of his friends is what ended up happening. And, uh, Whoa. So there was a, there was a, uh, there was a big asset listing that was going to come out. It was like dozens of coins, dozens of crypto assets were going to get released. And, uh, he leaked that list to his friends. Um, it was going to be listed on April, April 11th. And then uh, apparently, uh, one of his friends prior to that announcement, uh, bought hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of these tokens. And it was noticed by, I think Kobe on Twitter, he noticed the, uh, an abnormal amount of trading activity. Like the day this announcement released, he's like, wow, look at all this trading activity that happened 24 hours before these assets were actually listed on Coinbase. Like that's extremely suspicious and suggestive of insider trading. And so after that got announced Coinbase that, that got kind of, that tweet got kind of popular and Coinbase then acknowledged that this might actually have happened. And, 
And then um, they the, investigated. They investigate. They were investigate. They they announced they were investigating. They were going to call this guy Ishan Wei into Coinbase's offices in Seattle, um, but he tr- attempted to flee to India. Um, and he but the the biggest mistake he made was he told Coinbase, "I've already left to India. I can't come to your meeting where you're going to like uh, deal with me." But he actually didn't leave to India yet. And so instead, so I guess Coinbase uh, told the feds that this guy was uh, fleeing to India and they knew that he hadn't actually gone yet. Then they apprehended him, I believe at the airport when he tried to leave for India. Gosh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, kind of it's like, this is like the first um, actual, I guess, indictment you would say, or like, a, like actual arrest, I think related to insider trading. And in this is where it's like, crypto. just go back to the basics, man. Like, be a good person and don't do bad things. Like it's not harder than that. Like if you have to stop and hesitate for a second, like, wait a second, is this a bad thing I'm about to do or a good thing? Like maybe don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Or sleep on it. And then like wake up the next morning and like say a prayer and think like, ask God, maybe like, it it probably is going to hit you with like, it's a bad idea. Don't do it. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you go through those different things. And then it's just, it becomes this. It's, I think most it's, people it's an unfortunate who- story because like, I'm sure he's a young guy. I'm sure he had good intentions of just making, you know, fiat money, but like, I feel bad for him. Cause like, that's a lot of, um, who knows what's going to happen to him. And, yeah. it's, and it's, his life is in jeopardy now. This will be like a Ross Ulbricht type of scenario yeah, where they probably make an example like, out of you, him. You, yeah. You've, you've, uh, you've, uh, put your life on hold when you go to these, like, all the stuff. So hopefully everything works out for him and it doesn't, you know, waste too much of his life to go off and like pay for these, um, these things. Yeah. It's yeah. always unfortunate when people have to end up in jail. I'm never going to champion that. Yeah. It sucks. Hopefully he'll just get fined or something, but hopefully. I mean, also this is, this is bad behavior that, you know, he, 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 he dumped, he basically dumped when you do insider trading like this, you're dumping on people who are outsiders. He's an insider. He's dumping on people that are outsiders. It's bad when you're, when you're doing insider trading, it feels like it perhaps doesn't feel like that's what's going on a lot. I mean, but this is what happens in a lot of these crypto things where, you know, these pre mines, these, all these kinds of things, it's a lot of dumping on people that are yeah. later, these more, it's kind of like Ponzi structure. Anyway, another reason why I wanted to share the story was that, uh, it got shared the link to the link to this link got, got shared. Stacker news got shared on hacker news yesterday. Oh yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. It created this uh, shark fin. Uh, I want to, if I were better at Photoshop, I would have made like a jaws graphic out of this, <laughs> because, but it created this. So that's, that's the hacker news bump. This, that is, we got. this is the hacker news bump. I got, uh, it, it, it drove, it drove like a 10,000 people to stacker news. It was that might a, not be a good thing. Um, I'm not sure it's that bad of a thing No, because we didn't even get that many, that many but I, account creations. But, but didn't as a Hacker result. News, like, didn't they, they didn't really know that you exist, right? Cause I think you, you've been shared on Hacker News before. Maybe it was last year. I want to say, um, yeah, we've had some, we had some yeah. traffic from Hacker News, but they don't care. And then care. they like shitted on it <laughs> like they were like, like the whole time. Yeah. Like, I remember that. Yeah. They, they might. Uh, but if there are any like Bitcoin, users on hacker news they are now aware they are now more aware of stacker news i don't think they're like wide the whole community is widely aware of stacker news i don't so. think you're ready for, for for people from reddit and hacker news yet i think they'd be right or no what do you think uh i think we're i think we're good i think i mean i, I don't i'm we, we still have all of the kind of mechanisms in place to like prevent 
uh, really, you know, bad behavior and like that tooling can just get, we can keep improving that. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. This was, uh, this is the first, uh, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, I like, I just really like the shark fin, but yeah, you can see, you can see how much traffic they drove. Yes. Yeah, so, so nearly, nearly 9,000 visits. Wow. Um, I need to start posting on Hacker News. <laughs> yeah. If you get into the top page, it's crazy. Uh, they have, they have a lot of traffic. I would guess they have like hundreds of thousands of people on, oh, their, for sure. on their side a day. Uh, pretty cool. Um, here's your, oh yeah. So base 58, our friends over there are going to be doing a summer coding, like uh, deep dive sessions into like everything that's going on. Uh, and I think the first one was core lightning. Second one was Spediment, And the third one is coming up tomorrow or no today actually going on probably right now. Uh, the raspy blitz. And then they're posting everything at Bitcoin TV and I think YouTube. So definitely check it out. Um, we did a post earlier this week on Thriller Bitcoin, just kind of a, a roundup, just to get people to know about it. So, um, for sure. Cool. That's awesome. Free information on coding, free education, promotional, um, promotional content. Uh, can we get them a new logo by the way? Has anyone talked to Lisa? I kind of like that logo to be honest with you. I mean, it, I mean, if you're going for that, like that like bad aesthetic, so bad it's good. I agree. Really? The guy with the briefcase? <laughs> the briefcase is gone. We'll see that in a second. Let's oh, show him oh. your, 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 after I've been complaining for, for years. Okay. We finally got rid of the briefcase. Look, folks. he finally got rid of the briefcase. Can we get a round of applause? Just yeah. thank you. No one's upload. No one except uh, us have uploaded, uh, uh, logos yet, but the briefcase has now been replaced with a logo or a placeholder if you don't use the logo. And so the, the briefcase is gone forever. Yeah, this is, uh, this is much better. I like the jobs. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Look at that. You have a apply button. Now we have an apply before it was a little link. Very nice. Yeah. So now you can look at you. That's right. See, this is one thing where most oh, people look, Stackwork just updated their logo. There you go. This is the thing I, that Keon, um, that most people don't realize about Keon, but when he really focuses in on the aesthetics of Stacker News, it just makes it that much more enjoyable. Yeah, the aesthetics are important. We'll be focusing more on that in the future. I know um, you don't have time for that, but yeah, when, but when you actually do put your brain power on it, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. You have to iterate a little, I mean, I, you know, like design is an easy thing to discard upon first iteration. And, uh, and I think it's a fair thing to discard because it's maybe not the most important thing about your product. It becomes really important as time goes on and you want to make sure you're constantly revisiting. But, but I think first passes, can I do have think poor design. Yeah, I disagree. I think you could, you have, you to need have, enough, you need enough. Yeah. Good you need enough. You definitely yeah. need like a full on like look. Yeah. 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 It needs yeah. to be tasteful. It can't just be like whopped together in five. Minutes. No, no, it can't be, it can't be atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. But it needs, but it needs to be, it needs to be like at least like 80% maybe the way there. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's fair. Uh, anyway, that, so that's, that's a job. Anyway, yeah. a new jobs. Uh, the biggest new job. Did pump come back? They did not come back. They're still, they're down here pump, somewhere. We could use the sats. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> they took their Let's sats get those off. Pump crypto I think, jobs back I think in. pump crypto jobs got sold. What? Uh, yeah. To who? Uh, I don't know. Someone bought them. I, I saw something oh, like was that part of the whole thing that happened a couple weeks ago where he sold like all <gasps> that would make sense. I think so. I think they got, I think yeah, they it sold, was on, it was like I think it sold for like desk. 10 million it, dollars. Coin desk where like, they like, he like, maybe. Yeah. He's, they got sold to someone, uh, but one of the new jobs is Bitcoin Park is hiring for an oh, operations boss. manager. Yeah, it was just there last week. 
Yeah. It's a beautiful place, right? It's very nice. Yeah. It's very nice. Uh, you'll be in contact with Rod, uh, who's running it. And uh, pretty cool. Check oh, it out. bonus? You get a bonus? Look at that. Do you wear? Right there. It was up. Fixed hourly and bonus. Cool. Contractor yeah. position. If you're a Bitcoiner, you're not a programmer, you want to work around more Bitcoin go. stuff, check it out. Uh, other jobs, stack work is still hiring for uh, listening to podcasts. Plebeian technology is still looking for a remnant and a software engineer. Bit refill, every, the full stack, uh, more stack work stuff, listening to podcasts yeah, and videos. For sure. Um, and we are doing user interviews again. So if you guys want to earn some stats doing user interviews, yeah, check that sense. out. Um, other things we usually cover are weekly stats. So, uh, so looking can, like this week, you can see, we didn't get it. Actually, we didn't get many hacker news users actually to sign up, which is, which is, I well, think suggestive sorry, of, you need an amount of touches, right? Like, yeah, they, exactly. They need more touches. Exactly. That's, that's all good, that is. That's a good way to say that. Yeah. Um, after yeah. about the fifth or sixth touch, I think is when it actually clicks for them. Yeah. So, uh, quite a few spenders, um, and stackers, uh, a lot of comments, the comments are kind of taking off. We're, we're now over 75% comments in terms of items. And then, uh, a lot of people are boosting, um, but and stuff, but uh, this isn't, this isn't suggesting that, but it's, it's showing like where, where the sats are mostly coming in from. So posts earned about a third and, uh, rewards earned about a third and, uh, comments, uh, yeah, I feel like these days I, I spend very little on Twitter. It doesn't do anything. It's just arguing all day. Um, so I've been using Domus more. I really like what William's doing over there and the team. Like, uh, and then I've been using Stacker News for all the signal at this point. Like, to me, Twitter's is just a, especially during a bear market. It's just like, what's the point? Sorry, <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but it's just the truth. Right now, I'm using it mostly as a note-taking app and for thoughts. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. What it was originally it's a great note-taking. It's a great note-taking app. I don't know if have you ever used it for a note-taking app. Cause everybody ignores it, which is cool. So you just put like all this stuff that you want to go back to and look at later and be like, Oh yeah, I was thinking that on that day. Okay. And, um, it's a great note taking app. It's probably the best note taking app. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting point of view. I think you called it a micro blog and that's really what oh, it's yeah, supposed yeah, to it's be. It's a micro blog too. That's really what it, that's really what it's supposed to be. It turned into like, Oh this, really? Yeah. That's what it was initially. <laughs> no, I didn't know that, but it's, it's great yes. for that. Uh, it's just, it's just like, I can have real conversations with Bitcoiners. Yeah. In Austin. Yeah. In Nashville. It wasn't ever intended for conversations. It's just like people started kind of using it for them. And, and now there's it's more just more high bickering. level conversation in Stacker News. It's just longer post form. It's yeah. more like designed for conversations. Yeah. Um, the last thing we, or one of the things we cover last is like how many people are stacking. Um, I, I stack quite a bit, but wow, don't count. Look at John, you. John Cantrell. How are you stacking that much? Day. Rewards. So I am probably, I'm like one of the more active users, obviously on the site and yeah. I upvote tons of content. And so this is how one way, one way you earn rewards on Stacker News now is actually by tipping people. So if but you aren't, if you try. aren't, if you aren't tipping and you aren't tipping people early, you're like missing out on rewards. So I like look for the best content, look for the best comments and try to get, try to get there as early as possible so that I help other people find it. And then Stacker News's reward algorithm rewards me for it. Um, Can't show under 122. Is that the most there's ever been? 
for Amy? Uh, no, Lisa's did like 150, pushed 150. Oh, yeah. so he's 30, he was 30,000 sets behind. Yeah, we can see, we can see maybe, so Lisa so far has stacked 164. And I think a lot of those came from her AMA. Wow. But, uh, it's a lot of sets. Yeah. It looks like she, so out of all the AMA guests, she is definitely the highest. But then, it, oh, I guess Fiat Joff. Fiat Joff is a, probably the second. So I mean, needs to go break that 164 barrier. Yeah, GG also very high. Yeah, got pretty close. Contract. Oh, Doe, yeah, he got 120. Yeah. Yeah. That's Good what's stuff. up. And then spenders, I spent a crap ton of sats. Uh, oh, is that blockchain boog? Um, I wonder if that's him. He's the one that always boosts us. Actually, he's looking at boost. Let me uh, go into the boost. Well, you do that. Let me see here. Let's see. We have a uh, boost past seven days. Whoa, this is a lot of sats. Um, Blockchain Boog says we need we need those sats, Pomp. <laughs> <laughs> he liked my joke. Thank you, Blockchain Boog. You're one of my faves. Uh, yeah, we do need those sats, Pomp. You know, oh, I was a little bit afraid. I thought I, I thought this was saying I had spent a million sat like one point seven million. <laughs> Why would that be a bad thing? That's over circulating economy. Come I know. On, I'm, let's go. I am trying to circulate all the sats I'm rewarded, <laughs> and that's what this suggests here. I've spent like over four hundred thousand sats, but I, I thought yeah. this forever one. How was much have I spent? I'm just curious. This week or forever? Just forever. Let's see. Oh, look at me! I spent one hundred thirty-six thousand sats. Yeah, dude. You're in the top 21. Out of the top 21. Another thing to inter interesting to note. Since and I'm just a pleb. Since the reward change, uh, look, there's over 21 people earning like uh, $2 a week um, on Stacker News. So like everyone here is earning. Cypher Poet? Yeah, Cypher Poet dropped some good content though. $2 a week or more. CryptoCoin, I've been seeing him more. Tamales, I mean, Tom Leas, I'm sorry. Tom's also doing... Yeah, lots of uh, oh man. Yeah, people are earning more and more, and that's really cool to see. Cool. What else you got? Is that it? That's it. That's all I've got. Well, would you look at that? Forty-five minute mark. These are getting longer. Perfect. What were the comments that we had? Just uh, blockchain boot. He just, said uh, he said Pomp needs pomp. to give us some sats, which I don't disagree with. No, <laughs> I'd take all of Pomp sats. Uh, so, what's your next recourse for uh, Airbnb? Um, I don't know. I got to figure it out, <laughs> but uh. I'm, Whatever you I'm do, ready to battle. Uh, update us on uh, the daily um, uh, community thread that we do. Okay, that'd be cool. All cool. right, we'll see you next time, Stacker News. Zap.